The audio you're about to hear was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm. All right, so today we have one of my good friends, Tyler Bouchard, here today. Um, and we really want to dive into the mindset of a transitioning veteran, especially if they're a successful one. And I thought, man, who better to talk to than my boy T. Breeze, Tyler Bouchard. Um, so... <laughs> Um, so Tyler was in the Coast Guard for about four years on the search and rescue team, um, and he really knocked it out of the park. And we're going to talk about his transition and his mindset and a few other things. So um, we'll just jump right into it. Tyler, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. I uh, feel honored. I'm the uh, first. <laughs> am I the first official yeah. uh, guest of the program? First one. Right. I think I get a T-shirt for that, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> it's in the mail. It's in the mail. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. No. Thanks for having me on. It's been. Uh, I'm still in the in the midst of the transition, but mm-hmm. things are going well, and happy to be on. Awesome, man. So, um, one of the things uh, on a lot of our minds is, man, what is your, what's going through your mind when you're transitioning? Like, what were you thinking when you were like, you know, it's time for me to get out? Like, it's what, what was on your mind at that t- at that point? Yeah. So I was, like I said, uh, I was in the Coast Guard for four years, and I got to a point where I decided that I wasn't going to look at it as a career. Uh, so I started looking around and started figuring out what I wanted to do next. Um, and, and I, being in New York, it was pretty pretty helpful, kind of being right. exposed to a lot of different areas. Right. Um, so I started kind of sitting down and you know going through the same thing that I went through coming out of high school. Like, what am I going to do with my life? What am I going <laughs> to major in? What are all this stuff? And the first thing became apparent was school. Right. So I wanted figured out I needed to do school. Didn't know what I was going to do, but I was going to do school. So I was in New York. So I immediately started taking classes. Uh, actually, I did. I think I did. What's the the School that the online school that a lot of guys in the military, uh, American oh, yeah, military AMU. Yeah, so yeah. I did that for like a semester. Same. Wasn't the biggest fan of like the some of the stuff and just like the, the interaction I was having. So and I figured being right in New York, I might as well do. And I was lucky enough to have a schedule where I was having some um, a lot of time off. Right. Not a lot of time off, but <laughs> chunks of time that I could yeah. could do school with. So I went to started taking class at Fordham, mm-hmm. and from there. I started reaching out and having kind of different uh, conversations with different people. So I did a lot of outreach through um, just kind of trying to LinkedIn and trying to find people that are mil- that were military yeah. and in like this mystery industry that I knew as finance. So like <laughs> looking back on it, I don't even want to like look at who I actually talked to because <laughs> my limited scope was just absurd. Like the questions I was asking, I can't even imagine. <laughs> we're like because these guys were like would sit down with me and they'd be like you know have these conversations, oh, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, and they, I was at such a premature stage in the process, yeah. and I was being very, like, precocious in where I would, where I thought I was, like, I was here, they thought, you know, I'm having coffee chats with them about their jobs, they're like, oh, so are you, like, applying for internships? I'm like, oh, no, I'm actually still in the military, like, <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna only start school next year, oh, they're like, oh, so you have, like, a year left? I'm like, oh, no, 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 I have, like, three years left, yeah. so my thought there was just, like, I need to get out. I need to kind of figure out where I want to go. And I ended up settling on, not so, well, deciding on finance and, and then working back from there. So then within school, like, I wasn't set on doing a finance major because I wanted to just kind of see how, how it went. But um, I, I just started taking classes. I wanted to get the ball rolling, those coffee chats um, with different people, and then getting involved with 4Block. Right, um, okay. And that was kind of where I, that, that led me through that 
decision-making process of where I wanted to do as far as getting out. That's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. So that's that's amazing um, because you were at a stage where you didn't know exactly the answer, right? Mm-hmm. But you knew that where you knew where you wanted to go, so mm-hmm. you mapped it out, mm-hmm. and then you just started executing bit by bit by bit. And so, like, that's something that like a lot of people need to hear because you know they might see like this dude is killing it out here, right. but they don't really know. They may not know the the details of of it and for somebody like me that that would be important too one of the things i would say is like i I forget who what i was watching a ted talk and i forget who this said it but uh Mm -hmm. they had this description of like your career progression and she it was a woman she was making a speech and it's pretty much saying like you don't have to be this like straight upwards line right like Mm -hmm. a lot of people think you go from step a to step b then to step c and step d Oh, we only have five minutes? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, so you get, like, a this idea of career progression and, like, well, you do this, then this, then this, then this, and it was a perfect straight line, and it all made sense. Mm-hmm. And that's not – that's a lot that's a lot of pressure, really. Yeah. It's like, you know, right. I, is this the right move? I looked at it as you just have to be going in – as long as you're moving in a – in a direction, as long as you're making some type to making a step that can be improved, that can be used in the next one, that's yeah. fine. It doesn't have to necessarily be the perfect step. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I've kind of realized over time. I mean, I internship. I had an internship at like a random law firm in Queens yeah. like, during a school year last year. Yeah. Like, I don't like I don't know why, but I was right. like, oh, I guess I'll do this, and it and it didn't really. I mean, there were skills that I took from that. As far as my career, is it going to take off? I, I don't know, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, I think that's an important view to have. It's just like there's foundational steps you can take that are going to help you no matter what. Like it's not so much like I need to do this to do this to do this. You'll get there eventually. Eventually those right. steps will have to happen, but right. there's a lot of things you can make where it's just like, you know what, this will work yeah. regardless. This yeah. will help out regardless. And that was what the school, getting into school and getting that set up and, you know, Fordham and eventually going to um, Columbia and yeah, that's amazing. And I think one of the most poignant things that I've heard from you was something that you mentioned that your um, one of your supervisors when you were in Coast, the Coast Guard mm-hmm. mentioned. He said um, the situ- you, you should put yourself in a well, you yeah, yeah. situation. Uh, so just so I get it right, it's uh, put. You should always put yourself in a situation that strengthens, situates, and stretches you. Right? Stretches you. Yeah. yeah. So those three things, and it's it's pretty much like you know if you're going to be in a situation. It should be strengthening a skill set you have, strengthening something, right? It should be situating for you for the next step, right? And it should uh, be able to stretch you in some capacity, so challenge you, right? right? Or it, it, it shouldn't be um, a situation where you're comfortable all the time and it's you know just right. easy going. And yeah. I think if you find the perfect combination of those three things, that's yeah. when you know you're really on the right track. One of those things, you're on a decent track. Two of those things, you know, you're you're doing well. Right. Those are the things I kind of look for. And, like, I kind of reflect, too. Like, in current roles, I'm like, all right, all right. Like, it's easy to get low. Because especially when you're, if it's not stretching you, mm-hmm. then the other, and it's doing the other two, people can get very comfortable. With that, <laughs> yeah. Right? Because that's e- not easy. But those yeah. things are, I'm like, oh, well, that's helping out me. It's, yeah. I'm situated for a good spot. Right. But if it's not stretching you, it's that's the, e- that's the most dangerous one. Because if it's not stretching you, then that's when people are comfortable. And then I think when you're comfortable in a spot, then 
it just takes one of the other two things to fall mm -hmm. for you to realize like oh wait now I'm in the spot that right. like I've I've kind of because a lot of those times it's when those jobs are you know you're doing well and it's you joke around with the people you're working with and it's a fun environment mm -hmm. but if it's not stretching you then I think that's where some problems may come into play yeah and I think that's I think one of the most important things is to just start with the plan like what do you want to do and where are your strengths and I, it seems like you kind of figured that out and you realize that, hey, I don't even have to be a finance major to kill it in <laughs> finance. Sure, sure. You know, you found your opportunities and your avenues, but, you know, it was kind of a culmination of events. You know, even the law firm thing, it may have been a good look for you now that you have the position at Guggenheim and then the trajectory just kind of speaks for itself at this point. Sure. But it kind of took like other small, smaller steps that, you know got you to where you are um <clears throat> we're in the last minute of the podcast so what what uh, is one like what's the biggest advice you would give somebody that's transitioning yeah i mean i think you just have to situate yourself in a, a way that can uh, allow you to capitalize on whatever opportunities do come so yeah. if you're maybe things aren't going things aren't lined up you know perfectly right for you to take the next step but you can do a lot of steps you know reaching out you can read different things you can do these different organizations and so that you're ready that when an opportunity does arise to really like pounce on it and really be able to go you know it's that's kind of what i've always looked at it as preparation meets opportunity right isn't that what they're saying is luck <laughs> right, I, right. preparation meets opportunity is luck right so i mean you you got to put yourself in a position for those opportunities to come up and for you to be able to go and i think a lot of guys can can take that to heart and well tyler that was that was amazing man well thank you for being here thanks for the interview man and yeah. uh it's great talking to you thank you very much all right the audio you just heard was recorded in anchor learn more at anchor.fm